Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Maybe. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Hey, it's Drizzle Silvera here, and you're watching the next episode of your new favorite band. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. I'm excited about this episode. Dallas, what are we talking about today? I am here as well. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah, today we're continuing our mix breakdown series for our debut album, Dirty Damn Tricks, and it is track number four, She's Reckless. And so. oh, is she? Yeah, that's one of the uh, oldest songs, I think, right? There's, yeah. only, there's only one older, and that would be Peace of Mind, and that's next week. But this was written um, a couple years before the album, and we decided to add it to the album. So there's some history there. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you have to say about this one? What what comes to mind for you? Uh, th- this one. So you had been doing this riff a specific way, and uh, and I didn't really pick up on it because it's so quick and and just kind of like when I learned the riff, I came in and. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And you're like, you're like, you're chicken picking it? I was like, I don't chicken pick that part. You're like, I go, chicken ticka. And I'm like, I'm just going, chicken with my I'm chicken picking it. I got my middle finger just playing along with my pick in the other hand. And you're like, well, we'll see how it sounds together. And yeah, it ended up staying that way. Ended up sounding good. Yeah. And another thing he changed was in the chorus, which we'll dig into the mix here in a second. But we go uh da da but you would go so when we went to record it we added that in there too yeah cuz i was like wait you're stopping there and you were like yeah i've always done that and i was like i've never heard that ever <laughs> so then we started doing that yeah Sounds there's good. um this song doesn't have a lot going on in it uh there is one fun story uh Rasan came over to record bass and um, I ended up getting food poisoning <laughs> during the bass session. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting there recording bass, you know, just sitting there like manning the computer while he's sitting behind me tracking. And I'm just starting to feel like, man, I don't think I don't feel so good. Like <laughs> I never feel sick, but like this feels weird. Like my stomach hurts. Like I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to have to just tell Rasan to like leave. Like I just need to go lay down or something. And we're in the middle of a take, <laughs> in the middle of a take, you know, he's, he's cranking it out and I just get up and run out of the room. He's what? He's cranking it out? He's cranking it out. <laughs> and I just get, I just get up and run to the, to the, my, like out of that bedroom, into my bedroom, into the bathroom. And, uh, I don't eat, this is graphic warning here. <laughs> I don't even make it to the toilet. I just like, like. I was so close to getting there and it just all came out of my mouth at once. I mean, it just, it was like a shotgun. Just like, like it was so bad, dude. And anyway, it was really bad. I ended up like basically just like losing 24 hours, just like curled up, like on the bathroom floor, like kill me. And it's not funny. But- I th- it's pretty funny. I threw up so hard and so violently. First of all, Rasan could hear me from the other room. And <laughs> I wish I wish we had him here to talk about it. But uh I come back in after, you know, round one and I'm like <laughs> round I, one. Oh, there were like there were like thirty rounds. Like, <laughs> it was a thirty round fight. <laughs> and I kicked its ass, but it took thirty rounds. Oh shoot. But I get um I get back in the other room and you know, my normal talking voice is not like this. Like, hey, what's up, man? I think I, 
I think I'm probably not going to be able to finish the, the session. <laughs> like, I had just turned my vocal cords inside out. Like, <laughs> just, just, I can't even do it now because I'll mess my voice up. But, like, oh, dude, I also have my, my, my blue milk here for you Star Wars fans. I got my cup with blue milk. It's, it's mostly hypnotic with a splash of blue Gatorade. <laughs> nice. But I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. just hypnotic. Just just hypnotic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying I don't do drugs, just just, you know, heroin. Just. <laughs> oh, okay. So the worst drug. <laughs> yeah, I just really I just really don't trust people who, who use marijuana. <laughs> but I'll have uh I'll have a hit of that I'll meth. Have the, I'll have a hit of that meth over there. <laughs> I don't do drugs, just the odd hit of meth. <laughs> Wait. What? So anyway, I turned my vocal vocal cords inside out. I, I lost my voice for like two months, dude. I could I didn't have my voice for like two months, and we had a gig. Damn, New Year's Eve. This happened like in November, uh, late October or something, and I still couldn't sing by the gig. New Year's Eve, December thirty first. <laughs> like, holy shit! Whew, yeah, that was rough. But anyway, we got the bass done. I think it was actually another session though. <laughs> that one we had to call. Like, but that was for this song, and um. Yeah. So where 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 did the food poisoning come from? Just oh, it was a Wendy's grilled chicken sandwich. Yeah. So I didn't eat Wendy's for like three years, <laughs> and now I'm okay, but I still will not eat the grilled chicken sandwich. Then a couple years later, um, I'm sitting down at a restaurant that I guess I shouldn't name, and uh, I order a chicken sandwich because that's like one of my favorite things to get. Yeah. And it comes out, <laughs> and I take a bite, and. I kind of like, you know, you bite the sandwich, you kind of just, you know, set it back a little bit. Yeah. And I see the inside is completely raw oh, of shoot. the chicken, like pink raw chicken. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. needless Abort. to say, the, Abort. Yeah, the meal was free. Yeah. She was reckless with Thankfully. her chicken. Yeah. She was very reckless with her chicken. Not something you want to mess around with. Yeah. Yeah. Poultry, pork. Yeah. Any of those. Yep. Yeah. So. Anyways, well, that's your food poisoning PSA for the day. And before we move on to the actual song, another PSA for you guys. Join our uh, VIP program. Yes. Yes. That's $7, $7 a month. You get uh, the videos early. They come out two days early, correct? Yes. Uh, two days early. And you also get a bonus episode at the end of the month. So $7. Also, you will be privy to exclusive merch uh, that comes out uh, from this podcast. So, And uh, the extended episodes as well. Yes. Yes. So instead of getting the the normal free version, which will be like 43 minutes, 44 minutes, whatever it is, 45 minutes, then you'll get the full version, which is usually over an hour. So, and what I've found so far recording these, we're only on episode, what, four? All the best stuff is in that last. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm always like, we always get to the end and I'm like, man, I wish like, I wish this wasn't just for the VIP members. This stuff is so good. Well, I'm starting to feel like like this is the first time where I feel like we're this loose coming into it. So we'll we'll true, see where it goes. True, I mean, yeah. it's starting to kind of become a flow. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting all this worked out as well. So it's it's coming together. Yes. Today, uh, speaking of coming together, we're actually not even in the same uh, program we're usually in, where we have been in Pro Tools so far. Today, we are in Ableton Live because of- Because we can. Updates. Yep. So here we are, Ableton Live. Um, we didn't record it in Ableton Live, but we're going to be checking out the uh, the mix breakdown in Ableton Live. So, do you want to dive in? Let's dive in. All right, cool. Where do you want to start? Do you just want to hear a couple hits at the beginning? Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's hit hear the drums. Let's start with cool. the drums. Cool. Already off to a great start. Mm -hmm. 
God, those tongues. We also have that organ coming in nice and hot. Which you can you can tell that in the mix. It's there. It's it's <laughs> it's noticeable when you take it out. Overshadowed by this lead guitar, which they're hitting the same note. So change up that last like live pretty. I do like this Eddie Van Halen yeah. like did a little tapping thing, which is really fun. Uh, you want to break down these rhythm guitars? Let's do it. So another example of us doing two different things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So 100% left, that'd be me. 100% right, that'd be you. And so you hear Driz stop. Also, wanted to point out real quick. Hear hear how he picks that. Like. Yeah. You can feel the difference. Yeah, where mine's mine's more like fluid, the chicken picking that we were talking about. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Bass, not even doing the riff, just pumping. Another good example of more than four strings. Yeah. So, you know, same deal there. I'm going to mute these vocals. We have these. um, This is actually, I believe, a faux slide. If I remember correctly. I don't remember if I retract them with a slide or if if that was the original recording where I did it with a whammy bar. I think... That was definitely retract when we I when I so, came. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. That sounds like my rig with my slide. I don't know if you played that or not. Now this part you definitely did play. I, And then that's me there. But that part there, this... That's that's the PRS. Yeah, that's, that that's, truckiness. I love that. That makes this riff. This is the main riff. And we get to the chorus. First rhythm guitarist, though, there's some fun stuff going on. So it took a took a page from the White Snake book, where they love to have a big riff and then they'll hold a chord and then riff and hold a chord and then riff and yeah. hold a chord. So that's what we did here. Hold the chord and then back to the riff. 
Hold a chord. In the still of the night, I had a woman yeah, yeah. them and around your door. And they go back to riff right there. Like they love doing that. There's so many White Snake songs that do that. So we wanted to have something similar to that. So that's kind of what we came up with. Real tight there. And drums, bass, all really tight on that together. Right? Yep. Oh, that's not what I want to hear. This is such a fun little lick to bring in the pre-chorus. Rasan actually does double us there. You know what's funny though? He's what? not. So what we do, it sounds hard, but you're really just pulling off to open strings. So like da 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 da. Really easy. But uh, Rasan doesn't do that. He has to phrase it differently. He goes da Like he has to play every fret. Yeah. Another good example of the Berkeley difference. The Berkeley difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now we, of course, have the shakers come in. And Rasan has a really nice bass part here, too. And I really like that chromatic walk up to get into the chorus. Yeah. Nice. Little, little, uh, you know, catches you off guard a little bit there, I think. It's a really, I, I really love this pre-chorus. When you hear the whole thing. And we haven't yeah. brought on the vocals yet, but we will. that in a second we have kind of the faster delivery vocals there yeah here we go again i know she's coming for me i try to stop it but i can't resist she's calling for me here we go again i know she's coming for me right now we didn't talk about these verse vocals Uh, there's not a lot to say about them they're you know they're pretty standard There's a lot going on. Organ sounding nice there. Yeah. This would be probably, I think, I want to say this is, might be the most, I think this is the simplest song we have in terms of uh, tracks. Now, of course it is. Again, we're looking at the condensed tracks here. So you're hearing multiple tracks bust down to just these handful here. What is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine tracks. Yeah. So there are not nine tracks in the song. There's probably 30, 40. But compared to something like Peace of Mind, where there might be 70 Peace of Mind, I think, had the most tracks. Uh, When I'm Gone probably had the most. 
Because the gospel choir alone was like 60-something tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gospel was a ridiculous yeah. amount of tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then everything else on top of that. There's a lot going on in that song that I can't wait to get to. That's track six. So it'll be two episodes from now. So definitely tune back in for that. But this one's really simple. There's not. There's no piano. It's only one track of organ the entire time. You have one bass. You have the drums. The percussion is here, but it's pretty much just the shaker. It's, yeah, it's just that shaker in the chorus. This is a really fun one to play live to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, all, all our songs are fun to play live, but this one's really cool. And going into it, I think what makes it even cooler is how we go into it from Mr. Danger live. Yeah, it's a seamless transition. Oh, very seamless. Yeah. Yeah. So straight from Mr. Danger to this one, which I believe we talked about that in the Mr. Danger breakdown. Yeah, I believe we hinted on it a little bit. Yeah. So shall we dive into the chorus here? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to take a listen to the parts first or the whole thing or what? Uh, chorus. Well, drums are pretty basic on this one. So yeah, let's listen to like uh, just the strings, string sections. So us, bass, and drums. And then throw in the throw in the keys. Let's say throw in the keys afterwards. Like take them in and out, so you can right. actually hear the difference that yeah. the keys make. Let's take a listen. This is That's pre-chorus. Oh, so the shaker drops out, so it's only in the pre-chorus, not, and then the very, very last chorus. I remember. That. So that's that stop we were talking about with you guys uh, at the beginning of the episode, where we used to just play that middle part like this, but now it changed to at the halfway point, which is pretty cool. Now, something I added is a little funky lead. I love adding leads. A lot of our songs, you'll find this to be true in the choruses, especially. There's some sort of sneaky guitar part going on that you don't immediately hear. But it adds a lot to it. That's that little uh, kind of highway star, I think, inspired that. Gotcha. And uh, there's also an octave. So live, I play the lower one. Right. I do the higher one, and then Rasan does it, too. And drums, I think they're just chilling. Yeah. all together a little turnaround that brings us back into the next part let's talk about these vocals because there's a lot of them Ch-chill. lead first she's reckless and she's got money to burn she's got a million dollar smile but she can't seem to learn she's restless living a life on the street it's a city of angels but it's a devil she needs Nice screaming sound there. And then these backing vocals. These were all me, actually. It's a low octave for pretty much the whole thing, which is pretty standard for us. Yeah. And then there's one. Reckless! Like a higher one. She's reckless. 
and she's got money to burn. She's got a million dollar smile. And you also hear Alvy in there as a double to himself. Gotcha. So he's the higher version you're hearing there. But she can't seem to learn. She's restless, living a life on the street. It's the city of angels, but it's the devil she needs. And let him do the yeah by himself. It's the devil she needs. Yeah. Right. That keeps it all together. There's this little slide here in the guitar. Is that what that is? So these guitar tones, again, are the same for the most part throughout the whole album, right? Yeah. Yep. Remind, uh, remind us of yours. Yeah, so uh, for this, I'm using the Fender Blues Deluxe reissue with a Wazacraft uh, blues driver uh, on the custom circuit. Mm-hmm. And on this song, I used my Paul Reed Smith, uh, my Paul Reed Smith S2 Studio. That's the blue one, right? That's the blue yeah. one. Yeah, well, it's kind of greenish. Yeah. And I'm using the Les Paul we call Tiger, I believe, on this song, through uh, a Marshall AFD 100. So it's getting a nice crispy left side for you, holding down the left side of things. And again, wouldn't be an LA Maybe song if, if we didn't change yeah, the we, second yeah. one somehow. So we changed that. Just a little bit, yeah. I'll take the vocals out so you can hear exactly what's going on. And then this comes in with an octave. That's funny because, like, now that I hear that, I didn't realize you were on the neck pickup when you did that. Yeah, do you hear that yeah. slide? Yeah. So I was thinking, I used to play it just literally up an octave. And I was laying awake one night thinking about that part. And I was like, I bet I could move that first string down here and slide in the middle of it and it'd have a cool tone. It's funny because I actually haven't heard that specific track isolated. So yeah, that's, that's cool. So if we listen to the guitars together... It's just a little subtle thing that adds a little bit of, you know, enhancement. Shaker comes in. Now, here's another little thing I added. A little fill. Not much going on there. Once again, the second one's going to change. Second pre-chorus is different from the first. So we made the lead vocals and the lyrics and stuff sync to that. So if we put those together... Right. And on the topic of lyrics, I remember writing these lyrics in a Chipotle parking lot because I had the demo, the instrumental demo for a long time and I would just drive around listening to it. <coughs> and I was like stuck on the lyrics and couldn't really think of what to do and eventually one day I, I had a break between like lessons or something and I just pulled into Chipotle. I didn't even eat, just was parked there 
listening to the song, like writing lyrics down, writing, writing, writing. Yep. I ended up finishing them there. So that's um, that's how that came about, which is kind of funny. Here we go. No food poisoning. No food poisoning from yeah. Chipotle. Good job, guys. Wendy's. <laughs> not. Dude, that's freaking. Up. Like, not it's not good. funny, but it's like it's really funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's I didn't really even make funny. it to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like a shotgun blast, dude. <laughs> it probably would have been less messy if I stood in front of the toilet and someone just hit me in the back of the head with a shotgun. Like, that would have been less messy over that toilet than, I mean, dude, it was messed up. Someone Courtney loved you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's the stop. By the way, editing these podcasts, I realized... Uh, when we like play along to it or like mime or lip sync, it's like not quite in sync because of internet latency or whatever. Yeah. So, like, yeah, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> or USB latency or whatever. I guess we're not on the internet here, but then we get to solo numero uno. Of course, it changes key. We have this nice lead part that you might not immediately hear, but before we listen to that, let's listen to the rhythm guitars and how they tune. We'll get to that tone change in a minute. Leads. Gotta love that one. A lot of sus two chords in there. Yeah. And then the solo with a Paul Gilbert inspired lick in the middle of it. delay there um, nice sounds nice sounds again nothing nothing going on here we have the lead guitar the rhythm guitar the solo so those stacks of guitars and then bass and drums that's it let's take a listen to bass and drums see what they're uh, what they're jamming on there's no shaker no organ even there love the slow slides and I believe the guitars do those slow slides Boom. as well yeah. we're not gonna hear it though cause your telly is baked in there yes so tell us about that tone yeah that was a, that was a fun tone uh, that one again was the it sounds telly-ish but that was the S2 studio mm-hmm. uh, uh, but it got that telly tone cause I split the the humbucker in the bridge and combined it with my neck, which is again, is that middle position. You think it's yeah. strat, but it's not. And, uh, so, uh, and then I, I'm pretty sure that we killed the drive pedal. Yeah, was that just, was, was just my, say. Yeah. that was just my amp with that guitar. Just nothing, literally nothing on it. That's, that's yeah. it. And, and we probably dialed it, the gain and stuff back. 
I, I don't clean. I don't I don't think so. I think that's how my amp was. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So blues drivers doing that much work. It, it and well, it sounds like it's doing a ton of work, but it's it's really when it's on the edge that much, it doesn't take a, take take much to, yeah, to really push, push, it, the top, push yeah. it that much more. We're back into the pre-chorus here, which is a fun little arrangement thing. You would expect another verse or maybe a chorus. But we go back to the pre-chorus. Good scream there. All the instruments kind of get together on that. Max Stank. And I love your part there. You go. Bum, bum, bum. All the way up. So you go. And I go. And together it's like all this. Like, like crazy sound. Organ. Perfect bass. Standard. Shaker and tambourine here, I believe. No, it's just the shaker, but we did the one of those. Yeah, yeah. And drums. I love the simplicity of that. I don't know what happened. Ooh, nice drum fill. I love the simple ones. Yeah, nice. yep. And I think bass kind of syncs up with that. Want to know what's funny? Is is that floor tom you just hear every every time you hear floor tom in that album? That's this actual mic I'm talking through right now. Nice, this, this mic. <laughs> yeah, I love when the bass syncs with the fill, and then the so together. Oh, go on. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Something magical happened with this shaker, and I can't explain it. It's only in the chorus, this chorus of this song, because so far it's only been in the pre-choruses. And when it got to the chorus, when Foz was doing the shaker, there was one moment where I heard it have this groove that like was just, I don't know how it got. It was like something, it wasn't anything he did. It was just some little magic twist of the shaker or yeah, something yeah. that happened. And so I, I copied just that and looped it. So it has this like... This kind of like vibe to it. Anytime you make train sounds... It has this like really weird groove that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You you had me at chugga chugga choo choo chugga chugga choo. It is gonna have a train vibe. You're right. Yeah. We add that to the drums and the bass, and we get a nice. So again, it's interesting that we take. Uh, you see, this is your shaker track here. You see, here's clearly a pre-chorus, a pre-chorus, which means these are choruses, no shaker. But then we have pre-chorus and chorus. So the shaker's in the last chorus. So it gives that last chorus an extra little boost, extra little funness. These are words we use to describe music, people. 
Tanabita. Fun Tabasco. Other than that, it's pretty normal chorus. We do repeat it, though, and we change the lyrics there. Here comes the repeat. Some good attitude in the vocals there. I'm going to listen to this in particular. Washi. Yeah, that's nice. What do you think? It's like what butt, but it's a washi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rasan's bass here. Uh, again, awesome bass fills in the final courses. Good job, Burke. But the best one's right here. Oh, oh, that one. That one. So good. Yeah, doop 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 boop boop. Rasan. Yeah. And even hits that double bump 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 bump. Ah, tasty. And the high harmony stays a little bit longer there at the end. Oh, I forgot to mention these solos, all these solos in this song. Uh, we have this one, this one, this one, and then the final solo, which we'll listen to in a second. Those are all actually my Kemper. Yeah, that's that awesome. Was not, that was not actually the, the rhythm amp. The rhythm amp was up here. And that's just because they were recorded a while ago before we went back and redid everything. And I started listening to them and I was like, they sound good and they're fine. And I don't want to, I don't want to retrack them. I don't want to mess with them. They're, they're kind of the way I wanted them. Yeah. So we left them. <laughs> That's the only thing uh, we left for any of the old songs we had before. Like we said a while back, if it sounds good, it sounds good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Work. Yeah. So this would be up there with as maybe one of the more difficult solos to play in, in this album, I would say. Uh, do you want to listen to the whole thing here? It's kind of long. Let's do also, it. Also, wah pedal. Also, that was just straight up inspired by Back in Black, you know? Yeah. Well, well, out of the sack. Well, and now, well, and now. We took that same idea. Uh, let me get them all together here and you'll hear. Now, Foz has a crazy fill. Let me go into a nice double time. Maybe Paradise City-ish, you know? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, very, very... Nice. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to recheck that either. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice uh, delays and stuff, courtesy of Machine as well. Rasan has a really cool bass fill at the end of this too. 
that. Yeah, so the, the rhythm guitar for this is actually like a pretty cool riff unto itself. pretty nuts rip yeah 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 if we just take out the solo you'll hear some some craziness here uh where's the solo let's take it out here Now the way the song used to end is da 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 da. That was it. And that was it. But we added. A little more, a little more rock and roll. Yeah, and the, rock drum, and roll. the drums change. So from punk to rock and roll yeah, at yeah. the end. Yeah. I love snare, snare, tom, tom. <laughs> And just a really tight guitar hit at the end, courtesy of your boys. Your boys. Wow. It's like trying to do the circle with my finger. It just looks like it's going up and down. <laughs> uh, I'm in your I'm shot. That's awesome. Okay, so there you go. The Ableton breakdown to rival all Ableton breakdowns. Yep. I think it's time for the Blue Milk. first here. Blue Milk. Space Cows. Blue Milk, cheers. There we go. That was a good solid sound. It was very solid, but the 40 dBs of rejection. <laughs> rejection. <laughs> but the 40 dBs of rejection behind these microphones, I don't know. Yeah. It might pick up a little bit. That's what I look for in a microphone. Yeah. All right. What thoughts do you have on this? On this beast of a song that is somehow still so simple in the yeah in the the tracking process, uh, it was so simple. Like this, this one was a was a blip. Like when it comes to all the other songs, just because we've yeah. been playing this one, we all knew it. You know, um, didn't need a lot of changing. Really did it. It was, it was a complete little, song. Little stuff, so yeah. yeah. So that was um yeah, and it happened real fast. Yeah, you know, there wasn't anything. Uh, there were just some little drizzleisms that were sprinkled on top. Yep. you know, and then. Just a couple, like restructuring things on drums. Drizzles, tiny, yeah. Drizzles, <laughs> some some sweet drizzles were added to this song, dude. Right, look, I mean, I mean, this is my ring. It's what happens when a fake Viking makes Viking jewelry. Look at this. It's in two pieces now. I lost a ring. Also, it's turning my finger blue. Oh. Uh, tell the tell the tell the good folks listening about um, how hard I am on jewelry. Oh man. Okay, so <laughs> for for a while, uh, Dallas drove most of the time, and literally half the time we'd be driving to a gig. Yeah, 
be sitting there fixing his jewelry that had fallen apart from the previous gig. <laughs> Necklaces, chains. Just I had so if you go back and watch the Mr. Danger video, I had this really awesome layered necklace. It looked great. I loved it. But you know, it wasn't mega high quality. And um it would it would it got shredded like after the first day, after the first day of shooting with it. So you put it back together on the way to a gig, uh, the Steel Panther gig. Yes. And it didn't survive the first Steel Panther gig out of three. Nope. So, like, yeah. Nope. <laughs> so what happened was like part of it came undone and it was dangling and there was like one part left. So I just grabbed it and just ripped it and just pulled it off and, uh, and it, it was left somewhere on the stage, I think. But uh, now I still have the owl. He's, he's, he's hanging out. He's a good, good pretty, friend of the band. You better, you better knock on some wood, dude. <laughs> this one, this one seems to be... A little better, but yeah, you're right. And I have a wolf that is like not exactly the right size. So, oh, man, this was cool too. Yeah, I got to wear it for like one gig. One gig <laughs> was it? One gig? It was one gig? Was it one gig? Yeah, dude. My if jewelry I had a has dollar a, has for a, every <laughs> pair of jewelry you've owned that only lasted one gig. I've had. I'd have like thirty bucks, maybe forty. <laughs> my uh, chain, my chain though, it broke, but then we fixed it, and it's it's been doing good. Yeah, yeah. The wallet chain, I mean, because yep. what happens is I was wearing it on my right side, and it would get stuck in my guitar strap and the button and all that stuff, and I move my guitar a lot, so it would pull and jerk, and it got pulled that way. You borderline throw your guitar, but it yeah. doesn't go anywhere because it's strapped to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, now I moved the chain to the left side, though, which is a game changer, dude. Yeah. I, I definitely felt my, my 335 style guitar leave my body uh-huh. several points last night. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's how it's supposed to be. I yeah, love like, that. Well, there's good. there goes my guitar. Oh, it comes back. We need one of those buckethead bungee straps. Have you seen those? The strap is like, I guess, bungee material. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can adjust he would, it. He would shred live, and he would like he would like throw his guitar to the ground. It wouldn't hit the ground, and then it would snap back up to him. And he'd like, dude, it was so cool. Okay, I'm it thinking was, of it. It's like a bungee one. cord, you know? Here, like boop, like that. It was like that, but I guess it was a strap. It was crazy. Buckethead's pretty insane, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. What? So we have a video for this one, but it's just a lyric video. Um, I actually made that lyric video. It took a long time. <laughs> it took so long, dude. Those lyric videos take so long. I made that one and Peace of Mind. I love. I love. It's just the constant pulsing, like red, like yeah, know, like yeah. It's pretty intense with all the like impacts and crazy stuff. And I'm not a, a wizard with After Effects, and that was all in After Effects. So I was like having to learn After Effects while I did that. And like, if I knew After Effects, it would have been a lot better. But I got through it. <laughs> yeah, and then it was Ableton, hard enough to get you it. know, and pro- Photoshop, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm the computer boy, so <laughs> if you need something done on a computer, I'm your guy. I'm the analog man, on the other hand. <laughs> and the live man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch Actually, that. Actually, you know, I, I take that back. I'm, I'm, I'm tech savvy. Yeah. You put me behind a good console, too. I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm having a moment, just I'm losing not. my... I can figure out stuff, you know, computer, digital console, kind of. Analog console, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Dude, analog console, like everything's in front of you. That's like, it's like so easy. Yeah. And then and the layers, <laughs> you get into the layers. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. I also don't like live sound. <laughs> it's like the last thing I'd, re- I'd want to do. Oh, really? You don't say. It's so <laughs> stressful, dude. It's so stressful. Dude, okay, so I will say, like, I, I could have, I would have known you were a studio engineer, like, just the second I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then and I've been live. So going from live to studio, I I, I really like that route because uh, you learn how to like just get just get it done like right like mm-hmm. go 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 to get it done go you know patch yeah. get all your shit done. But uh, I I think I think between your your experience in the studio. My somewhat experienced studio broadcast mixing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then and, and live, tons and tons of live. Our two experiences coming together, me being able to communicate and, and do what we need to do live. And then your programming, like the stuff we're doing for our show right now mm-hmm. is is absolutely... You, I mean, do you want to go into that at all? Like what, what, yeah, what sure. we're talking about? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be funny to go into that now and then realize, and you know, six months from now it didn't work. <laughs> We'd look back on this like, Ugh. hey, you know, uh, the, our audience will learn with us, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, what, what we're trying to do and it's, versions of this have been done before is we're trying to essentially automate a lot of our show because we are a really small operation. We don't have a team of people to bring with us to do all these tasks like run lights, run sound, um, you know, help us with with guitar patches and all these different kinds of things that are going on. So we were trying to think about like how can we do all this, but also still play the show. So so basically, yeah. how can we make all this do itself? How can we make the front of house mixing board mix itself without us touching it and get it perfect? How can we make the lights sync to everything we're doing perfectly and never mess up? And so that's what we're working on now, and uh, it's working so far. <laughs> so we still have a long way to go, but we're basically essentially programming our entire show. Yeah, and and it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be an awesome show. It's going to be really tight, and um, all the elements we're trying to add in there are going to make the show as a whole, I think, a lot better. Well, the thing I'm excited about is just being able to like really be out there with the, the folks, right? the fans, be out there as opposed to, uh, part. I'm out there for a little bit, then I got to come back into patch change world and blah, blah, blah. Tap dancing, yeah. Yeah, and start, you know. Same. And sure, yeah, tap dancing is one button with the pedals we're using but still it still is a big deal yeah like if I, have, if I have to leave like we're doing yeah. something cool and i have to leave because i gotta i gotta change so you know or like the other night i was fixing something i was doing something on my board at a moment where we're supposed to come together yeah so i was like late getting there <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so it's just like you wouldn't have to worry about that because the the pedals and boards and stuff we're using we have them set up so they're going to do all their changes exactly when they're supposed to happen to the millisecond without us touching them yeah so it's kind of funny and i say to be out there as much as the the people in the crowd are longing to be up there with you as a part of it and so like and we're trying to reach out and and essentially touch everyone you know yeah gross giggity (laughs) giggity (laughs) yeah uh, figuring this stuff out has been really fun i'm the kind of person that i get obsessed about like a, a thing Mm-hmm. So like this is the thing right now. So when I start thinking about it, I'm dreaming about it. I'm laying up and I wake up at four in the morning like, what if I blah, 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 like, <laughs> write that down. I'll do that tomorrow. Like That kind of stuff. So that's um, I mean, that's how a lot of this stuff on the record happened. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to LAMaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful. So thank you.